Welcome to the One Rental at a Time podcast. This is your host, Michael Zuber. This is the show where we interview guests involved in the real estate business, from experts to newbies, wholesalers, flippers, buy and hold, apartments, commercial, notes, hard money, Airbnb, mobile homes. It doesn't matter. If you're involved in the business, we want to talk to you. This show relies on referrals and recommendations from our listeners. If you know someone we should talk to, please make a recommendation. As the author of One Rental at a Time, The Journey to Financial Freedom, I'm dedicated to helping you take your first or your next step on your real estate journey. But I need your help. We need to spread the message of One Rental at a Time Works. Please share this podcast, my YouTube channel, and of course, my book, all called One Rental at a Time. Thanks, and let's start the show. Hey everyone, I got a great show for you today. One of the things that I like most about this business is you get to talk to people at all different ends of the spectrum. People that have never done a deal, the people that have been in the business 30 plus years. You get to talk to wholesalers, buy and hold, flippers, people of all different sorts. And really what you also get to see is you get to meet a lot of quality people. Uh, and I have Joel and Chantel with me today and, and they fall right into that category. How are you guys doing this evening? Good. How good. are you doing? Good. Doing good. I'm doing very well. So uh, we got, yeah, we got together. Uh, you know, you saw a couple of my posts. I think you talked about my book that I wrote and I'm everybody that does. I'm like, okay, we, we got to talk. So, uh, mm -hmm. you, you know, you two come into the real estate game uh, on the newer end. So why don't we just educate everyone and sort of who you are, where you are in the country and uh, we'll start the interview there. Okay. We're, uh, we're from actually from Lake Charles, Louisiana. And, um, we're just getting started in the business. So uh, phase one, as you'd say in your book. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's where we are. Yeah. That's right. Phase one, it's important. You got you to gotta get started, right? You, you, everybody starts somewhere, right? I, I've been lucky enough to almost do 100 interviews now. And whether you oh, were awesome. like one of the individuals who's been in the business 30 year, 31 years, she was very clear about that. Spend six months a year in Belize now and the other time overlooking the Miami Harbor or something. It was crazy. Uh, or just starting out, right? Everybody, everybody has a starting place. So uh, you're in good company. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Do you have an idea? Because this business offers so much, so many options. Have you thought about what little slice of this business is interesting to um, both of you? Yeah, we started off uh, with uh, another couple. Uh, he is a contractor. Okay. And he approached us about going into business together uh, for flipping. Okay. Uh, and then we, uh, I talked to a, a friend of ours that has uh, several rentals and he's kind of been in the rental game, family business, uh, talked to him about um, maybe just lining up some help, kind of like a mentorship. And uh, he liked the idea so much, he wanted to jump in with us. Um, so we've done a lot of research on flipping and kind of checking the market here. And it's gone pretty well as far as finding places. It's just figuring out which one we want to do and um, kind of going with that. So um, we actually cool. have two other partners involved with this also. So it's, it's been an interesting dynamic just, yeah. just for that side of it, let alone finding the flip outs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so let's peel that back a little bit, right? Partnerships as I'll call it, um, add their own layer of challenges, right? Cause now you have three, yeah. three opinions at a minimum and you have, you know, you have that, you know, that dynamic. Uh, it sounds like, and don't let me put words in your mouth. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But it sounds like one of the parties is going to bring the contracting skills and probably the labor. Another one is bringing the money 
and you are bringing the skill, the homework, the due diligence, all of that. Is that kind of how it works? Uh, the, we have one putting in the sweat equity. That's the contractor. And yep. then the other two partners are going to um, uh, put in the capital. Got it. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, so yeah, we secured a HELOC uh, and the, the uh, other partner has a, a business line of credit. He's going to be using it. Okay. So you all, you, so the, the other two partners, yourself and one other have, I'll call cheap access to capital. Right? Correct. The equity lines. That makes sense. So uh, it also sounded like in your story, uh, you're looking somewhere around where you live because it sounded like you were driving within driving distance. Yeah, kind of, uh, kind of uh, similar to what you were saying in your book about kind of staying in the Fresno area. You've yep. kind of done that. We uh, we've lived here all our lives, so we kind of have a really good idea of the market and and um, that kind of thing. And um, we have actually this is our third house. We started out doing uh, we wanted to flip. Um, and uh we'll get to that in a little bit but um <laughs> that's where we are so we uh just kind of started there yeah uh, yeah so have you so have you one of the things that um i recommend for new folks is finding what i'll call a farm area you can call it whatever you like it's probably a zip code an area of town uh have you sort of identified that or are you kind of all over right now looking for the needle in the haystack <laughs> Well, we have, um, since we have been here as long as we have, we have good knowledge of what areas to kind of stay away from, Yeah. what areas that are going to be too much for us. So there's like a, a middle area. It, it encompasses several zip codes. Okay. And Lake Charles is, is kind of like the, the center of some other small towns that are uh, broken up by geography. Um, we have a, a major port here. Yeah. Um, and a river. So you have uh, Lake Charles across the river, Sulphur, Westlake, Moss Bluff. Um, okay. And all of them are, are pretty good for, for potential. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we have a good idea of which, where to stay from, where, where okay. to look at and home prices in this area. All right. So I'm just going to refer to that whole region you talked about as Lake Charles, cause I don't know it at all. So it's, yeah. when I say Lake Charles, it's just that whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, so when you're looking to identify a opportunity or a, the, the flip to purchase, I guess I don't want to assume. I assume you're looking at single family homes or you're looking at duplexes and fourplexes or is it, I, I don't know. Is that what, what kind of market is Louisiana? Yeah. I mean, all, all of the above. Okay. Um, we definitely hold all of that. Um, we, so two, okay. So as learning, like you were, we were talking about the, the three different uh, partners total. Um, yep we have came across, we were going to start out by just flipping houses yep. and that was all we were going to do. And then the more we, um, actually it was, it was your podcast that, um, I heard that really got me interested and, uh, we were thinking about rental eventually and having a rental portfolio like later down the line. Sure. But the more I heard and the more we kind of dove into that, it was like, that seems like the smarter option. So we brought it to our business partners and, um, one of them was pretty adamant that they did not want to rent at all. Not right now. You know, they kind of wanted to stick to the original plan. So three, all three partners are in for flipping, but only two partners are in now for rentals. So okay. we're, we got, we kind of got that dynamic going on as well now. So that's been a little bit more challenging. Yeah. Um, when do we start? What house do we buy first? You know? Yeah. That's, that, that that's a, that's a dynamic, right? Anytime you have, <laughs> Yes, I understand. It sounds like fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because um, 
you know, one of the things I've seen, there's, there have been people that have sort of taken uh, this challenge that you have in front of you of going, okay, a house comes in, right? We go through the process. And then when you look to exit, one thing you could do is go, okay, um, the two partners that want to keep or want to rentals, you could kind of establish a number. I'm just going to make numbers up here. Call it a hundred. And if your two are willing to take it for a hundred, right? And do, and keep it as a rental that right way the third vendor gets cashed out or the third partner gets cashed out, you know, you could probably roll that in, still get a decent loan, assuming it's fixed up and get most, if not all of your capital back. So there are things you could do, but it's certainly messy or I don't know if messy is the right word. Harder. It's certainly harder. Um, so I'm curious about the market. So, um, you know, when you're looking to identify a property, are there, is it, what are they? Are they like, are, are they lived in? They're just, you know, 50 years old and never been touched. Are they boarded up? What, what kind of, where do you start, right? What's, what's a deal look like today? Um, it's going to be an older house, 50 years plus. Um, it's going to be an established neighborhood. Um, uh, Lake Charles is currently going through a, a construction boom. Yeah. Uh, with the industries here, there's some petrochem industries, um, LNG facilities, uh, and, uh, uh, crude refineries here. Yeah. And the, the area is it probably in the middle of a 50 to $60 billion construction investment. Well, that's not terrible. <laughs> so it's been, it's been, uh, it's been a very interesting, there's, there's, there was a shortage of uh, housing here. Uh, in the beginning for the, a lot of these guys coming in, they were going to oh, yeah. build some man kept. Um, they never got around to doing that. So the rental right now, it's definitely the, the, uh, uh, on the, the side of the landlords for sure, um, because there aren't as many properties. So the, the, the rental here is pretty good. Yeah. Um, problem is they have built uh, five to six, two to 300 room apartment complexes here. And the, I think what's going to, happen is once this construction boom ends in another five to seven years mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of vacancies here so uh, we're kind of trying to take care of the trying to get on this end of it while we can and, right and try to keep it affordable affordable housing absolutely affordable rentals. yeah um you know yeah that's that's and again I, I like how you're already looking at the future that's a good sign because you know through my lens i could tell you how those little what was it? 600 or 6,000 man caves or whatever they're being built. What was that number again? 6,000. That's crazy. Those are, um, those are eventually going to be dangerous, frankly, right? When this boom happens or, or you know, when it ends, cause it eventually ends, even if it's 15 years from now, it, it eventually ends, right? The business cycle happens. You're not going to want to be anywhere close to those things. And on the flip side of that is you're going to want to be in houses because when in doubt, people want houses, they want more, room they want to stretch out they want to have their own dogs and cats and, and multiple children that aren't going to be good for those you know 500 square foot you know shacks or whatever they are yeah. right so um it's it's smart to stay in front of that so uh g give us a feel for kind of what what's the entry price uh for a you know 50 year old house in lake charles is it like 60 grand 40 grand 100 grand i, I have no idea well i mean like for um I guess it depends on the condition of it. Sure. Um, Something you'd consider. You know, yeah. I, hmm, we're looking more probably around 60, probably around okay. 60, 70. So let's just, I'm just trying to get a feel, right? So you, so let's just say it's 60 grand. Then you, then you need to put in what for most people would be 40 grand in 
make ready costs, right? New floors, electrical, plumbing, that kind of stuff. Roof, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. We're, we're trying to look at houses that um, we won't have, especially being our first one. We're trying to look at houses that we don't have a whole lot of uh, big costs, like the ACs, the roofs and things like that. We're kind of okay. hoping and looking more a little for um, like more cosmetic stuff, you know, more okay. updated because we've got a lot of houses here that are outdated. Yeah. Um, just need okay. to be, you know, updated in that way. Not a whole lot of uh, big things inside tearing down walls or remodeling or anything like that, you know, so yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe we're to spend 15, 20, maybe. Okay. You know? So let's call it 20 yeah. grand. Okay. I'm just trying to get a feel for the market. All right. So you're, so now you're into it 80, right? So you bought it for 60, let's say it cost you 20 to get in. Um, now when you exit, what, what's the market look like for a house that's fully remodeled? Is it like 110, 125? I mean, I have no idea. It'd be, it'd be yeah. around there. Yeah. Okay. Um, the the 60,000 range is going to be um, probably 15 to 1700 square feet. Yep. It's going to not be in a, the, the best part of the, uh, you know, part of town, yep. not very good school districts. Um, so that's going to kind of be our lower end. Uh, yep. I think the upper end is going to be probably around 90 to buy okay. 30 to put in to, to rehab and then maybe sell for 150 somewhere around there. That's okay. Kind so of the, the upper end of what we're looking for in a little bit better neighborhood, yeah. a little bit, bit better the school, school zones and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So the first one, again, I'll just repeat it. So I, so make sure I'm not wrong. So buy for 60, put 20, sell for 110, kind of a 30 K spread, but the same one buy for 90, spend 30, sell for 150 kind of area differences. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What just, you know, one thing that, you know, that's 30 grand, you you still have transaction costs on the buy and the sell. Um, you know, so you're, you're probably talking, assuming those numbers, probably 22,000 probably in profit. So that just, you know, to give you a scope, right. That might be, that might be a little skinny cause you're like one AC from being, you know, you know, in trouble. So just remember you in this business, you always make money on your buy. So, you know, if you could buy it for 57 and 87 instead of 60 and 90, you know, anytime you could, you can chisel off just an extra grand or two. When, when you're playing with really skinny spreads, you're going to be in a much better place. Yeah. The other thing, the other question though, is you, you might want to keep them as a rental. So what do these rent for, right? What would the 110 house rent for versus the 150 house rent for? Any idea? Um, I think we would be close to a thousand okay. for the first one. Yeah. And maybe 12 to 1300 for the, the second one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And so then, you're, like I said, it's, pretty it's a pretty hot market for rentals right now so yeah um, a lot of yeah. people are actually you know the 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 bridge that connects uh sulfur to lake charles is uh <laughs> right off of i-10 i-10 interstate yeah and uh that is uh, basically how the the, the workers the, the employees from lake charles get to the refineries and sulfur yeah. it's down to one lane Ooh. so yeah. there's actually been a lot of people moving from lake charles to the other side of the bridge because you're in traffic two, three hours sometimes just to get home. That's no so, fun. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, just something like that, just the dynamic of something like that. Has, well, has I know where I'd be, I know where I'd be buying my rentals on the other side. So just with these numbers, right? Again, I don't, I don't know anything, but I can tell you if you could buy a house for 60 and put 20 in and rent for a thousand or 1100, you're going to be able to buy those with your equity lines, repair them, and then go back to a bank and refi them out and you'll be just fine. Mm -hmm. You know, awesome. you know, 
Yeah, that's you what we're would, hoping. Yeah. yeah, you would get, you could get all of your capital back, but you would, you would certainly get 90% of your money back. Um, just looking at raw numbers and you may you check this with your bank and your lender and you know, Hey, you only, you know, my opinion doesn't matter, but just doing the simple math, that looks like a pretty good deal. Um, the upper one, not quite as good, right? Just price your neighborhoods, right? They're, they just don't quite have mm -hmm. the same return, but that 60, 20 is pretty sexy at a thousand bucks a month. Um, Cause you know, if it appraises at 120, you go get a 70, 30 loan, you know, you get back, you know, almost 80 grand, which is what you have in. So mm -hmm. that's, that's pretty, yeah. that's pretty exciting. So I think you're on to something, I guess, is the, the answer there. So that's, um, good. that's encouraging. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just, just running. Yeah. When in doubt, run the numbers, right? Well, shoot, yeah. I, I have a calculator. Let's find out what eight, let's find out what 70% of 115 is. Let's just be conservative. 115 times 0.7 equals, yeah, $80,500. Look at that. I did that in my head. How about that? So you would, you would get all your money back, maybe except a grand or two for transaction costs, which, you know, yeah. split, split by two partners. And then you have a rental, right? You have a rental with 30% equity. You're probably cash flowing at least 150 a month. But then again, I don't know taxes in Louisiana. I don't know what is property taxes a big deal. Are they high, low? I have no idea. Um, not, not really. Terrible. No, okay. They're not, terrible. they're not like Texas then. Texas, yeah. Texas no. is crazy. <laughs> No. no. Yeah. No, okay. No, Texas just, yeah, no, Lake Charles, Louisiana taxes everything they possibly can. So they're not as big. They're just a bunch of them. <laughs> okay. Very cool. Well, I've, I'm excited for you. That's pretty awesome. So um, earlier in this, you talked about this is your third house. Why don't we peel that back a little bit? Uh, yeah. So what's the story we, there? Okay. We started out, um, we've been together and we've been married. Uh, it'll be 17 years in March. Nice. So Congratulations. We, thanks. Um, we bought our first house when we were pregnant for our first child. He's 16 now. Oh. And um, we, we had intentions to buy and flip and then whatever you know money we pulled off of that, we roll into the second house and keep yep. doing that until we had enough um, or close to enough uh, really good down payment or we were really hoping for all of it to be able to build a house. Ah, okay. And um but you know, we had, we were young and we made some dumb financial decisions. And so we all we do. It's, a, it's part of the game. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. So after we flipped, um, we actually had a really good return on our first house. Um, we bought it for 60 in a great, in the great neighborhood and uh, Hurricane Rita hit here. Oh. Uh, and when Hurricane Rita hit, you know, everything went up so high um, yeah. in return. And so we, we ended up coming out. We, we made a profit of 50000 on the house. Score. So it was a really big, uh, really big profit. So we ended up just um, paying off uh, some debt and we had a little left over and, you know, kind of held on to that, kind of rolled some of that back into the second one with repairs yep. and stuff. Um, the second house, we had it on the market for a while, but it just wasn't a really great, you know, market at the time to sell. And um, we just kept it on, hung out for a while. And um, we ended up not getting as much as we wanted. And yep. uh, which is, we, we ended up finding out after we bought this house, we're in our third house now. Um, we we sold it for 160 I think. And um, the couple that bought it from us was a couple that we knew and turn around like two years later and sold it for 40,000 more. We were so <laughs> sick. We're like, what? Not happy. No. Yeah, that's not, that would be not a good day. <laughs> no, it was not. And it's still a little, we're still a little bitter about it, you know, but. Make them buy dinner all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
so you know we, we're here we, we rolled some of that into this house and uh we've we've uh this is the most we've every house we've just updated um yep. cosmetic stuff each house the second house was a little bit more than the first uh this one we updated everything and then we we took walls down and did some things we did some reno stuff and um we plan to stay we're like you know we're not moving yeah. our, our plans aren't working out the way we wanted you know <laughs> we don't really have a whole lot in the bank you know for that house we wanted to build and so um we've gotten about 90 percent of the house done it'll be six years in august that we've been here okay and uh we're gonna we got our, our master bath and our kitchen left to do and that's that's about it but kind of it was interesting reading in your book how you said y'all had some of the same Oh, yeah. stuff y'all were wanting to do and y'all kind of held out so oh, at this absolutely. point i don't really know what we're gonna do you know uh we've held out this long we're trying to save up the money to pay cash for it all and yeah, yeah. Uh, we hadn't quite got there yet and then we decided to start a business so <laughs> yeah. i don't know what that'll lead to yeah olivia sacrifice so olivia my wife she's the better half as i hopefully say lots of times in the book <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. point over there yeah good man um <laughs> She, um, you know, we moved into a condo, a townhouse, whatever you want to call it in 99. And it, and it was, it's basic. It was, you know, it had the white, you know, the white appliances. I'm sure they were cheap as heck. And she suffered for 15 plus years, you know, and, and with this yeah. little range and she, I mean, she, uh -huh. she really did. Right? I'm feeling so, her pain. I'm yeah. Feeling yeah. Her pain. It was, but again, you know, she did it on purpose and, and uh, it paid off yeah. and, and now uh, you know, on the other side of that, she got her $60,000, you know, gallery kitchen and, you know, to your point, oh, wow. she, you paid cash for it. Yeah. So, um, it will yeah. pay off. Uh, just don't, yeah. don't get excited early. Right. She could have taken one of our refis or something like year five and done that, but it would have just killed our growth. Right. Yeah. We, we waited until we were really out, right. Had that escape velocity as opposed to just one little bump. So, uh, I don't know if that helps, but, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> keep does, investing in the business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because it gives you more, you know, gives you more positive cash flow, right? <laughs> yeah. And you, yeah it, it is about escape velocity, right? There would be times in this business, like you had one of them already, that $50,000, you know, event. That'll happen again, I promise. And what some people do is they take a big piece of that and they throw it at a, um, a want instead of a need. And that just kills their growth. It just, it's like yeah. taking the air out of a balloon right? It's just starting to rise. Use this. And then it yeah. starts over, right? They just never get off the ground. So I know that probably doesn't sound good when, as you're looking at your kitchen or whatever, and you're going to be like, I hate that guy. What is he doing? <laughs> no, I get it. I get yeah. it. Cause we've been talking about it for a couple of years and I've kind of like, you know, when we were in the process of doing all the house and stuff, it's like, Oh, we got to do this. We got to do this. Yeah. I'm just on a roll, you know? And then it's kind of like come to a screeching halt. It's like, yeah. well, kitchens are a little bit more than this or you yeah. know, bathrooms are a little bit more than that. So exactly. Exactly. We'll just hang out. So yeah, I've, I've kind of gotten yeah. comfortable, I guess, Good. content I guess, with what I've got. And I'm yeah, just grateful that it heats up and we can cook dinner every night. So yeah. There you go. You, you, uh, <laughs> you have bigger things in front of you than worrying about the little kitchen or whatnot. So yes, you'll be exactly. fine. So it does, <laughs> it does sound like these first two homes did, it sounded like you lived in them during the remodel. Oh yes. And, Yes. yes that was another hard thing having little kids oh i can only imagine uh, that was another reason that's that probably what this yeah. that's probably what destroyed the process was the fact that we're living in them concrete floors i come home from work working all day come home and the last thing i want to do is work <laughs> on it weekends come i don't want to work on the house <laughs> yeah. and uh it, i think that's kind of what ruined us mm -hmm. uh this the the third house we were we were living in it we, we sold the second house we stayed in an apartment for for a year 
Okay. When we found this house, we actually had a month to get a lot of the work done here uh, to where we could actually live. move furniture yeah. in and we didn't have major projects. The floor, yeah. we had popcorn ceilings, scraped all that out. Um, it was 90% of the house was paneling. Yeah. I would come up here at four o'clock in the morning and rip as much paneling as I could <laughs> try to go to work. And I was um, here till three o'clock in the morning painting. Yeah. And so yeah. we did a lot of stuff in that one month. I mean, awesome. it was, it was just go after it, but we got it done, moved in. And then a lot of it was just cosmetic and, you know, she's, she should be an interior designer with her talent. So she, you know, oh, that's nice. She, she's repurposed everything, which I appreciate so much because it saved a lot of money. That's we awesome. We Repurpose everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, the other thing I, I can say that you two have going for you is um, you're clearly in this together, right? Yes. I, I talk about in the book, having yeah. that hard conversation um, mm -hmm. and you've clearly had it. And I don't even know if it was hard, right? Cause you guys just seem to be mind melded together. So yeah. congratulations. <laughs> That, that'll, that'll, that'll do great things for you because you'll have bad days. For example, right? Your friends made 40 grand on you in, in two years, right? That probably doesn't feel good. Um, yeah. <laughs> but if you were not in that together, right? One of you would use it as that thing you throw out in a fight. See, I told you Susan and Mark would screw us or whatever that was, right? So um, don't do that. <laughs> That's yeah, bad. No, no, definitely not. Definitely yeah. not. <laughs> All right. So we're let's... Yeah. I usually do. I usually just do what she says and I, I save a lot of trouble and heartache. Oh dude, life is so much better. It's just so much easier. easier. It's so much just better. Easier, better. Exactly. You're smarter, better looking. Just That's right. <laughs> so let's let's paint the vision of where you guys want to be in three to five years. So uh, I, I love your story. I can see what you're doing. I think the sixty twenty refi out is gonna work for you. So, you know, let's pretend it's five years from now. What would that be? Two thousand and twenty four. What do you think? Yeah, well, okay. So honestly, not sure really. Um, okay. Actually kind of hoping to get some realistic ideas from you on this. Cause right. um, you know, we, we listed like we, uh, we kind of came up with our first year goal. Um, okay. Well, let's talk about that. Was, we wanted to, we are, so our goal was to flip two houses okay. um, with, our, you know, all of our business partners and then okay. have four rentals uh, in this year. But when um, I presented this to one of our business partners, he kind of seemed to panic. <laughs> so it kind of yeah. made me think that maybe that was not such a realistic um, starting out point. Yeah. Um, you know, we have dreams. Sure. Um, I would love to own a, you know, vacation rental condo, possibly in Florida, and okay. eventually a small island resort. You know, I got big dreams, right? There you go. I know that, you know, getting to the dreams, you got to kind of turn it in, in, in order to turn it into reality. You got to put it into small goals, you know? Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Okay. I think I just kind of need to take one step at a time. You know, he's yeah. like, okay, let's just scale back just a little bit. You know, yeah. and, Dude, she's already, she's ready to move to the beach already. She's there like, you I'm go. ready for a beach vacation. <laughs> I'm ready for this. Like, whoa, let's slow down. Let's we go. got a little bit of work ahead of us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, why don't we flip the script and, and now ask, you know, have you ask me some questions and we can start wherever you want. If you want to start with goals, if you have questions lined yeah. up, whatever you want. Okay. Well, yeah, we can start there. Um, like what you would think might be some realistic ideas for, yeah. um, even some, even like some first year goals or, okay. you know, what three to yeah. five years okay. could look like realistically. <laughs> yeah. So what, what I would tell you about year one is, I I would, I would coach not to have a divided focus. I like, obviously I'm a buy and hold person. So I like the idea that rentals were in the answer. Um, yeah. but although given since you have partners and I know that whole dynamic, I would focus on getting two flips successfully done. And I might even up it like by October, 
right? Instead, we always use these year markers as just this yeah. natural thing. But I think if you got two flips done by October, I think you'll learn a lot. First of all, you're going to learn if these partners are ones you want to stay with long term. Um, you know, you're going to figure out if, if, you, if your numbers work, right? Mm -hmm. So I think, I think year one, um, that would be a good goal uh, okay. to focus on flips. You can keep learning rentals, um, but I wouldn't divide that focus right now. Okay. 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 Um, okay. So here's, here's probably my only question I want you to answer. <laughs> All right. Okay. Brace yourself. So yeah. as he okay. leans in. I'm, I want to read it because I, I, thought, I thought this one out. I mean, I spent some time thinking this one out, so I'm going to read it and make sure that, okay? Understood. So how do, you find, how do you go about finding the perfect house in a great neighborhood for the least amount of money where you put minimum amount in for rehab with the shortest time on the market with the greatest return? <laughs> That's my only question, and we're done. If you can answer that question, then, then everybody can go into real estate, right? <laughs> well, it's nothing like throwing a softball out there for me. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, so typically in real estate investing, you're going to get one or two of those. You'll never find that obviously. Yeah. As yeah. We laugh. <laughs> but that said, can I find a great house in a good neighborhood? Absolutely. Can I find a house with little maintenance and little repairs? Absolutely. So you have to figure out what makes the best return for you. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and those, the, the beauty of this business, it is so network centric. Right? You're probably doing a lot of work now looking and driving for dollars and feeling your network. Because you've been in that area forever, I would scream from the rooftops that you're in the real estate business and you, and you want to dominate Lake Charles. Right? Tell everybody you know, we are looking for everybody that's selling off market, any relatives that want to sell, call us. Um, yeah. you will get, you will, it'll be amazing. The, like If you tell 50 people, that will become 200 people. And then you'll yeah. be amazed at what comes to you. And you may find that great, house that grandma lived in for 40 years and now her son who moved to freaking LA to be an actor, you know, wants out. I don't know. Right. I'm sure it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so the, the big key to finding and attracting deals is telling everybody, you know, that you're in the business. I had a phone call. Yes. No, two days ago from somebody I bought a house from a year and a half ago. He goes, you know what? He was, I think he's like 72 or 73. He's like, I want to sell the rest of my portfolio. I want to own or finance them. And I don't even want retail, right? I want to give you the deal. So he's going to essentially hand us $200,000 in equity under the guise of we won't cash him out until he passes away. Gotcha. Right? So we yeah, write that up in the contract, you know, as, as long as you do the right things by people, it, it's amazing what happens. And that's because yeah. you just need to be networking, do what you yeah. say you're going to do. I closed on his house the day I said I would for the amount I would. And he remembered that. And he's like, I bet you never thought you would hear from me. I'm like, no, I never did. But thank you for reaching out. You know? yeah. So that's one thing that most people get wrong is they just spend time looking in Excel or they look at Realtor.com or Redfin or whatever the popular app is in Louisiana. And they don't go out and talk to people. Right? Yeah. You both are very social and, and you, 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 mm -hmm. you're, you're great to speak to. Go talk to the neighbors. Right? Let them know. Right? Have a little door hanger and say, hey, we're, you know, the door hanger could be, hey, we're looking to buy in this neighborhood. I know you're not selling, but anybody else? Yeah. You just yeah. Never know. Good idea. Yeah. yeah. So I would. I would dominate your farm area, and if that's you know uh, Lake Charles, go for it. Dominate it. Mm -hmm. All right. Um. So, the first, the very first transaction. How do you get over the anxiety of actually pulling the trigger? Oh, there you go. That's this is the biggest answer I have for you. It took a while to get there. Um, you have to know your buying criteria. 
I mean, but what I mean by that is, let's say it's a flip. You have to see $30,000 or $40,000 or whatever the number is, you have to see that in the deal very conservatively. So mm -hmm. for us, because I was buying hold, I wasn't flipping at that time, was we had to have a 1% deal. What that meant was is the house, as you read in the book on Norris Drive, mm -hmm. it, it, we bought it for $107,000 so and it rented for $1,100. So that was, the rent was one, greater than 1% of the purchase price. Mm -hmm. That was the first house we saw that was available that hit that. I had to pull the trigger or I would never do a deal. That was yeah. my buying criteria. Today, yeah. my buying criteria is different. I want an 8% return on my cash. So if I put 20,000 down or $60,000 down, I want to make sure that the rent is giving me that 8% return. And when I see it, I pull the trigger. I don't even think anymore. It's a reflex, right? And if it's below that number, I don't even bother. Or I lower the price. Because the beauty of this business is list price is just a number. Yeah. Right? If my models, if somebody lists something for 150, but my model says I can only pay 120, guess what? I'm going to offer 115 and go up to 120. And if yeah. they don't want it, I don't care. It doesn't fit my model. You have to be comfortable with that. Um, yeah. so, so sit down, figure out what your return is, and then just be laser focused. It's just like, I, I'm not a hunter, but I imagine, right? You're holding a gun. There's a sight. When something crosses that sight, you pull the trigger. So do the same yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. It makes a lot of sense for around here because yeah. it's nothing but hunting. There you go. I, I figured. I, I don't know. A lot of hunting, a lot of fishing. Sports yeah. and paradise. So, yeah. There you go. Well, you know what I'm talking about then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So um, conventional lending versus hard money lending. I do conventional all the time for the first four. No doubt. Cheaper, less paperwork. Uh, cheaper on points, expenses, you get 30 year fixed rate debt. It's, it's only do, you only go to hard money if the property is destroyed and no bank will lend on it. Or it's like 2010 and the banks have shut down and they're not lending anymore. Gotcha. Um, okay. But when in doubt, go conventional every time. Conventional. Okay, cool. Um, we'll get back. Let's go okay. through the, yeah. So we had, um, we had met a guy through, um, we go to the meetups and stuff sure, uh, here locally. We've been doing that once a month and, uh, we met, they actually, we were asking about the hard money lending stuff because there were some hard money asset lenders there. Mm -hmm. And, um, so we met a guy, um, and let's see, he has like about, he has about 20 years real estate investing experience. Um, okay. he says to keep your money in the bank and always use other people's money. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So my, I guess my question, a couple of my questions are, can you do this even with down payments? Um, cause he said you can use them, like use them to finance, yeah. like even repair costs and stuff like that. So your advice on this, but no. I, maybe that just ties back into the one he just asked, like just always go conventional. No, let, you know, and down, go conventional, maybe? I want to, I want to, I want to, this one's going to take some time. I have a, cause I'm using okay. the free version of zoom. I need to stop this one and send you a new invite so we can start this up again. So okay. let's, let's stop this and let's do it again. So everybody okay. watching realize there's going to be a phase two, and this is a great question. <laughs> so you're going to want to watch. 